Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, the only show that's more Gateway 44 than ID10T. I'm Doug, with me is Deb. Hello. Who's still suffering from a bit of a cold, so... I'm working on it. We are, once again, recording from our new temporary clap cave. Yep. We are at Barracudas in Capitol Hill, Denver. Got some good psychedelica going on in the background. <laughs> they are taking care of my hot tea and honey needs during the cold. Ah, so, I'm in trouble with Doug this week. Yeah, here are, and we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, but first, let's recap some old business that we didn't get to last week. Yes. The Good Place finale. This show is so charming, and it's one of those things where I always kind of forget it, but I love watching two episodes at once, so it's not oh, yeah. really a bad thing. I love binging it. Yeah. Because you kind of get locked into their little world. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the finale? I think it's much like the same way the first season finale, which ended with them realizing the, the good the, place was the bad place, was the bad place um, that they are now once again reinventing themselves um, in that, like, what is it? They think they're, um, Kristen Bell's character thinks she's in the real world or back on Earth I anyway. Think so, yeah. And she's trying to be a good person with the lessons that basically... That Chidi taught her. Yeah, basically it's a matter of can a bad person learn to be a good person? Do they deserve to have a chance to like earn their points or whatever that is? It's about atonement. Yes, definitely. Um, now we've only seen Kristen Bell in the new version of like their kind of weird not middle place, that's an actual thing but their kind of new structure world. Yeah. Their new matrix. Because that's pretty much what it is, is a spiritual matrix. Um, we haven't seen Chidi, we haven't seen... Oh, God, I cannot wait to see Jason. Um, Jason, they, they really did capture Florida right there. Like, yeah, Jason that was... Jason is Florida. I was really interested to see if the Jaguars would have won the Super Bowl, like, what would have happened, since they would have actually been a good team. Like I said, it just every time now I read Florida Man articles, I picture Jason. As well you should. Um, so I, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go. Once again, they've reinvented kind of their show um, in a way that still seems familiar yet fresh. Um, and this show is, you know, I love 30, not 30 Rock, um, Parks and Rec. Yeah, and it's by the same guy. Yeah, and uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And they, I know they do a lot of shakeups on those shows in terms of, you know, oh, new bosses and new cast and whatever, but never really a different like, almost premise. Well, in the last... Well, like I said, after the first two seasons of Parks and Rec, you get introduced to Rob Lowe and Adam Scott, which made the series. Absolutely. But, I mean, I think it's the last two seasons you don't get very much of Rob Lowe and of uh, Rashida Jones, because they move on. They had moved on, yeah. Yeah. And I think that Rob was... Rob Lowe was doing cable commercials, and uh, uh, Rashida, Rashida Jones, Jones I think, was... had a baby. Oh, uh, okay. But I think that was right around when she had a baby. And she just, I think, decided wanted some more time to herself. Well, yeah. Or and maybe a baby. she went, like I said, or maybe she went on to just do Angie Tribeca. Yeah. Although I imagine they shoot Angie Tribeca in like a two-week period every year. Well, because of how fast it comes out. Um, it's the same way that I think that the guy from Twelve Monkeys could have still been the show, could have still been on it, um, but he ended up on Arrow. And 
being that it is a time travel show, it could still actually be the same character. You like, that's what he did. Like, yeah. Interstitially, I really like the idea, now that I think about it. Because that introduces time travel to Arrow, because it's always worked really well on The Flash. It's worked great. Yeah, it was the yeah, vocal inflection my face just made. Um, but no, so I'm, I'm really happy to see where it goes uh, when it comes out, but probably beginning of next year. So. It depends. They've kind of always done a late start to it. Okay. But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean they'll do it now. Uh, but while that's off the air, I've been enjoying Another Period Season 3. This show, once again, talk about reinventing premises. Still set in the, what is it, like, early 1900s? Because um, there's some joke in one of the newest episodes where these women archers come in and they go, Women archers in the Olympics? And uh, Natasha Legero's character is like, Well, what do you want from us? Like, we're not smart enough to vote and we can't own land. Like, it's so fucking funny. Um, well, you know the whole original premise of that was a period piece that was Real Housewives. Exactly. Um, and I love that uh, Hortense, despite being seemingly killed in the last... Hortense. Seemingly killed in the last season in a car accident when she got married to, like, the rich, successful, handsome, handsome guy, uh, got into a car wreck, and she's, of course, been recast... Um, I kind of like that Hortense always gets recast every season. I, I kind of like that. I know it's going to... It's funny. Will it be funny on season five is the question. I guess we'll have to see how season four goes. Because at no, some point like... they're just going to have like Artie Lange do it, and it would be really funny. But they have to hurry up and do that because diminishing returns. Pretty much, yeah. Or whatever. At some point you reach a point... Uh, sometime you read a point diminishing returns... What's the diminishing return? Boop boop sucks. Anyway, yeah, speed of diminishing returns with that one season of Community without Dan Harmon. Um, the Russo brothers had their ups and downs on that, and then they went on to, you know, direct Kick make Marvel awesome movies. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. Well, fuck it. Speaking of Marvel movies, or oh, Marvel adjacent movies, as we'll get into as well. Uh, the Deadpool 2 trailer, like, official trailer dropped. And it is the most Deadpool thing I've seen since Deadpool. Cable. What the absolute shit? What the absolute ass? Yeah, they right. It was Why don't you have the, like, visual effects done? Cable looks great. I actually had a coworker question. Like, they go, I love the bad guy, Cable. I'm like, I don't think Cable's a bad guy. I think that whatever happens in his future is because of Deadpool, and he has to go back, maybe to kill him and ends up teaming up with him, because you know what? Cable and Deadpool are actually besties in the comics. You can't have Deadpool without Cable, and you can't have Cable without Deadpool. And you can't have Domino without Cable, weirdly. And here's the I don't thing think she's ever carried her own series. I don't think she has. Here's the thing, though. How much did you like the Toy Story reference in the beginning? Oh, no, Sheriff Deadpool. Yeah, Sheriff Deadpool. And he has the outfit on with the dolls. Yeah. And then... If if he wouldn't have got... If he would have said, there's a snake in my boots, I wouldn't have been mad. I would have died laughing at that one. Or somebody poisoned the water hole. (laughs) Um... No, I, I really like this new trailer. It shows a lot of cable. You get some domino. You get more blind out, which I'm always happy with. You get Negasonic Teenage. 
boar head. Sorry, I was yawning. Apparently that character bores Deb. Um, hey, chicken noodle. Nothing compares and you to you. You do get more. That's not the character's name. Is it not Sandeep? It is not Sandeep. What's his name? Fuck, I literally just watched Deadpool again like last week. It's not Sandeep. It'll come back to me. And the thing is, he's like the new spokesman for... Uh, Read my mind. Yeah, Thank he's like you. the new spokesman for Diet Coke. Like, he has this whole Diet Coke campaign out. Where Ooh. he's the spoke... Their Indian cab driver. Like, in terms of Deadpool, or...? No, just as an actor, he's like the new spokesperson for Diet Coke, and he does a whole commercial where he has zero accent whatsoever talking about how much he likes Diet Coke. and It's, it's weird. It's odd. Because I want to know what happened. Dopinder. No, you're right, it is dependent. Yeah, I know he's going to come back Because I want to know what happened to his cousin Darvish. No, it was his, um... His cousin. Romantic rival. It was also his cousin. Was it his cousin? It was his cousin. Bantu? Bantu, who's as handsome because, as he is devious. Because Colossus goes, Ban who? Like I said, he's as handsome as he is devious. We haven't seen any Colossus in this. No, there's no Colossus in this, but I really uh, We do see a little bit of, um... I want to say Copycat, which was a character in the comics, but, um, Vanessa... You do see a little bit of Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Some kid in a yellow jacket flipping people off. Yeah, I didn't know Which what could that be was like about. chubby male Jubilee, I guess. What's the opposite of a Jubilee? Um, chubbly. I'm going to call him Chubbly. Jubilee is a funeral. Well, that's not true. Did you know eating three whole pizzas in one sitting is healthier than death? Than being dead. Fuck that joke. Moving on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched. Um, the fact that I know that Tim Miller left after creative differences with Ryan Reynolds, um, I was a little twitchy. Yeah, I was very um, But I think, once again, they know the tone they need to hit. Um, and I think they've hit it. Um, I love the end where just Cable says, like, time's up, dumb fuck. And Ryan Reynolds just cuts the camera and goes, well, that's just lazy writing. Um, implying that there's something in time that Deadpool is important to. You also do see, I think, at the top of some kind of airship, um, the birth of X-Force, which will be the team that Deadpool eventually does join, um, according to Fox, and possibly Marvel, <laughs> depending on how that whole thing goes. So I do really like that they have a tiny little bit of Deadpool with Bob Ross. Those are the teasers. Well, they had, like, one frame of it in the trailer, though. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Huh. And then, I mean, I always love the teaser trailer of him trying to change in the phone booth. Oh, the one that was attached to Logan. Yeah. And, you know, you see Ryan Reynolds' ass against the side of the phone booth. Of course you do. And, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I took too long in the phone booth. Also, why the fuck is there a phone booth? Didn't they stop being a thing in 1998? And then he just eats the guy's ice cream. Yep. Uh, Logan, speaking of Logan real quick, uh, that got nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It will lose to Get Out. Um, true story. I didn't think it had a chance of winning to begin with, but you know. Well, everyone was, like, up in arms that Wonder Woman had, like, no nominations for the Oscars, and I'm like, it wasn't going to outside of possibly sound editing. <laughs> I mean... I still don't think Shape of Water is going to win Best Picture. Uh, I'm sorry, and if I'm wrong, I'm still not wrong because that movie's not. I can't believe you're still mad about the shoe thing. N it, it's not that. It's just it's not like put up against Lady Bird 
or three billboards or um, call me by your name like it, it's just not a best picture nominee I'm sorry Debbie does Abe Sapien not best picture wow I'm not okay with that nickname for it yes you are really not alright so Marvel and Marvel adjacent movies real quick uh, Venom you wanted to talk about Venom I did not because the less said the better I just want to talk a lot of shit about this trailer I think of it as just awful one how much Venom is in the trailer Doug none how much does Tom Hardy look like he's basically just getting chemo treatments? Some? Kind of a lot. He's being... Like, yeah, he's also, he's, he's being biologically, like, uh, contaminated with something. I was really sad when they had the crash and there was not a rhino running around. Yeah, different... Well, no, not different company. Um, well, it's different canon. Mm, apparently it's not. Well, but like I said, it's just... No, yeah, because that would be the Andrew Garfield exactly. Spider-Man, wouldn't yeah. it be? Well, I mean, also, I think in the animated series from the 90s, they had that same thing. Where they had Rhino at the crash site. Yeah, I know. That was going to be our jumping-off point when they had the open writing call uh, to write Spider-Man 3 and my, one of my friends, uh, and I wrote a spec script. Uh, and that, yeah, it had Rhino at the crash site because he was going to steal a moon rock because it was going to be worth a lot of money. And that's how Spider-Man gets... Um, he was going to have sex on it with his girlfriend and then try and sell it on eBay. Real thing that happened, people. Yeah, but with who? Uh, there was some guy that worked at NASA and stole a bunch of moon rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Was there a get, get your rocks off joke somewhere? There, I'm I sure. so. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the Venom trailer was um, underwhelming at best. Um, I, I'm weirded out that it makes it seem like he was contaminated with the Venom symbiote and then he's on the run. Like, wasn't the Life Foundation, like, they're the ones that won Venom. So, um, now the question is, what the Life Foundation introduced... Are you going to see the other symbiotes? Um, are they trying to make an army of symbiotes? Probably. Makes the most sense, because who else would Venom fight? Um, and, by the way, the working title originally that this was done under was called Venom Carnage. Venom, semicolon, Carnage. Carnage. Um, I think if we see Venom versus Carnage, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. They didn't even tease that in the trailer. Though. And why would they? To Not yet. and seats. It's a teaser. Like, and we and don't the know. The internet has ripped it apart. Well, there's not that much to rip apart. It's not well. Re it was not well received. But you know what? Like, you don't see anything, and I can kind of appreciate that from a teaser. Hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. They did nothing to make me want to watch that movie. Outside of Tom Hardy. No, if I want to see Tom Hardy, I'll just go back and watch the gangster one he did where he, I'll just go back and watch the gangster one he did where he played twins because that's two Tom Hardys. Public Enemies? No. No, it was. I'll have to look it up. It was pretty recent. It was not Public Enemies. No, it was the. Yeah. Watch Inception. Or Taboo. Actually, I have that on my list to watch. You want to get right into that? 
what taboo or my list to watch? Your list to watch. Actually, I spent a lot of and time. And why you're in trouble. Okay, I'm in trouble because I was sick this week and I couldn't focus on anything. So despite the fact that it was my idea, I did not watch more than two episodes of The Runaways. <laughs> Doug? It was her idea, folks. We have it. On record. So while I'm trying to hustle through it, she's just being all sick and shit. Yeah, I was on my ass in bed. Yeah, and what could you have been doing? Sleeping with my cats. Fair enough. Um, I started watching, well, we started watching, I will be fair, <laughs> we started watching Hulu's Runaways, uh, or Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. Hulu. Um, I'm having never read the comic. I know it's one of those weird ones that I kind of have a blind spot to. As much as I love Brian K. Vaughn, um, it's one of those that I think I was waiting for like the trades to hit while I was okay. working at My Life Comics. And then by the time they started coming out, I had either shrunk my pull box or that shop closed and I wasn't going as regularly or something. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's a weird one for me to not read. Um... I mean, I knew, I knew the premise, which the premise is uh, a group of teenagers find out that their parents are supervillains. Um, that's the comic premise. Um, and that several of them have, like, superpowers because their parents are supervillains. Uh, one of them has a telepathic link to a raptor. It's so good in the show. I was a little worried about the well, special it's, effects. I was say, it's hard to do that without it looking funny. It works. It works. Um, it looks very much like original Jurassic Park, which does hold up, um, you know, special effects-wise. Except for, you know, the whole Unix hacking. Or the fact that Newman took down Jurassic Park. Let's just Newman. be honest. Newman. Whose arch nemesis is Rain, Jerry Seinfeld, and Dilophosaurus, a dinosaur that does not exist. But it spits acid. Doesn't do that. Um, really cool looking. Does not do that. Does not exist. Well, neither does a brontosaurus. A brontosaurus totally exists. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Look it up. Well, do, the brontosaurus exist. They totally exist. What? What is your... Show your work. Well, I'd have to look this it up. This isn't Common Core math. Show your work. I'd have to look it up. But yeah. Was, no, don't. Okay. But I don't know how this mic reacts to weird stuff. So weird quite stuff, but, but stuff. stuff. <laughs> well, it's nice to know we're still on the same page. Oh yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm really it. What I thought was like a really quick premise, like at the end of the first issue, like they find out their parents are supervillains and they run away. Thus, the name of the comic, Runaways. In this one, it kind of builds to what the parents are doing. Um, James Marsters is great. I'll watch anything he's in. Uh, he plays... The, uh, I think Vincent is his actual character name. I think it's because Vincent Stein. It um, but he is the father of Chase Stein, who ends up with the Fistagons, which are these, like, like weaponized, like, fist... Uh, Loves? Yeah, thank you. No, I, I had a different word for it, but... Brass knuckles? Kind of. Like somewhere in between brass... Well, like fingerless gloves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like just weaponized gauntlets. Okay. Gauntlets, that was the word I was looking for. Um, Which you just do makes have me think of Wonder Woman. Pew, 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 pew. Different kind of gauntlets. 
Uh, those were not gauntlets. Well, they were bracelets, but yeah. yeah. They had some special name. I got nothing. Um, um, I, so this has like a whole like intrigue within the group of the Pride is the name of the supervillain cadre. Yeah. Um, oh, I should have said Cabal. Damn it. it. Well, but the Cabal is a different group in Marvel Comics. The Cabal is effectively this like weird underground Avengers. Don't ask. I wasn't um, going to. So when you meet the Pride, um, they do seem malevolent, but then you start finding about their motivations. Um, I kind of wish we would have seen more than a couple of episodes because the like religious mom, the one that runs the Church of Gibbons or whatever that is, the Monkey Church? No. Um, you say the Church of Gibbons and the mental image is priceless. It is. Um, I would follow Gibbon Jesus. Um, I bet if we Googled Gibbon Jesus, somebody's it's a done thing. it It's wrong. the rule of the internet. So anyway, it's the Church of um, Gib- Gibberom or something like that. Um, and she is very hard to look at. And it's not that she's unattractive, it's that she has so many freckles, it is just so hard to look at her without seeing all the freckles. I have lots of freckles. No, not like her. Okay. Not like her. She looks like one of those fucking magic eye things. Like, maybe if you stare at it hard enough, there's a hot blonde, but there's not. Wow. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you really haven't seen that much of the powers of the wilder kid, the, oh, what the fuck is his first name, but... The Black Kid. Um, just gonna say it. Because in the comics, he's like a prodigy um, strategist. He's kind of like a, you know, Batman without being Batman type of thing. Okay. Um, you haven't seen that much. Like, he seems smart. But? But not, like, prodigy smart. So... Well, here's the question. Would you rather watch Runaways or Gifted? They're two very different shows in that. I know they are, but... Um, I, a, I'm glad I'm watching both. B, I have a total joke about Sophie's Choice later. And C... <sighs> you know, I... It's a hard one, because I did watch Gifted, like, week after week, whereas I'm binging Runaway, so it's kind of hard to gauge in that one. Because I do find myself sucked into Runaways Universe. more quickly, but is it because I'm binging, or because I think it's better, I think they're equal in terms of quality, um, I, I think I understand, I think I can, I can empathize with the Runaways a bit more, um, I think that it's not like the perfect family and now the kids are mutants. It's like, these kids are kids first, and then, like, super-powered you know, later, and, like, one of them starts realizing that, he, despite the whole thing with the pride, like, his dad used to be a criminal, and he's like, I don't think you're a good person. He's like, I used to think you were my best friend, but the more I find out about you, you're just not a good person. And I think, maybe it's my upbringing, um, Deb, maybe you can agree with me or disagree with me, but yeah, I think I as you get you older, had you conversations like that with one of your. Fig- I was going to say one of your parental figures. Dad, let's just say it. Okay. Um, your dad kind of sucks. Yeah, but I mean, like, but like outside of that, like I can appreciate the idea that it's not just these like 
two perfect kids. It's like each kid in, in the two perfect kids from uh, Grifted, sorry. Um, but it's like the, the whole cast of kids and parents, but kids in Runaways like seem to start seeing the flaws in their parents outside of they may be serial killery. Um, it's hard to recognize that your parents are people too, so they've also made mistakes. Yeah, no, that's but as, you as you grow, grow up, into. yeah. So, like I said, that's kind of one of the things that Runaway is doing that definitely gifted isn't, is that, like I said, they're seeing their parents as flawed adults, not just, you know, a martyr figure that raised you and took care of you. I agree. And maybe gifted will get into that, I don't know. They have, um, with the whole thing of, um... Stephen Moyer's dad, and that he tried to cure his son's ex gene, which caused him to get sick, and he like also, abandoned he's a vampire. him. Was Stephen Moyer's True Blood. dad in that a vampire though? I don't remember. I think he was just because he was like a Civil War guy, so his dad had to have died like at the ripe old age of seventeen or something. <laughs> um, back when that was doggedly ancient. Uh. No, 22. God. Yeah, totally. Um, so let's see. Um, but yeah, you're not that far through it, but no, I, I'm not. I, I, it took about a couple episodes for me to really get grabbed by it, but man, once I was in, I was in. Well, we have the three episode rule. We have a five episode rule. Oh, you're right. It's the five episode rule because of the Veronica Mars incident. And five episodes would be the halfway mark on, on Runaways. I think you'll be into it. Probably. Once you start getting into all the kids and like one's got a crush on the other one and it's that one loves the other one, like it is very. And oh my god, Wilder and Nico would make such beautiful little biracial babies. <laughs> Who would be both prodigies and magic somehow. Um, but the, yeah, my biggest problem, well, my biggest issue walking into it was what is the Velociraptor gonna look like? Because that was a huge part of the draw of the comic was like. You know, I remember the cover with Gert, Gertie or Gertrude with Old Lace, the raptor, and it was like, what the fuck is this little girl doing with a, a raptor? Um, oh, and by the way, her dad is the guy who pukes in Clerks 2 after the Lord of the Rings conversation. Okay. So it's a little hard to disconnect from that. It's a little Just hard. ragged on a Rings fan so hard he threw up. Where are yeah. the cleaning supplies? Um, so it was a little one of those, like, where do I know you from? Oh, yeah. But he plays like a total hippie, dippy scientist, so it kind of actually does work. Um, well, it's one of those things where you can have a raptor and have it be okay, but then you have a psychic dog and it's not. Where do they have a psychic dog? Oh, God, what was the name of that terrible show that they tried to make work on ABC? With a psychic dog? With the dog. Airbud. No, it'll come back to me later. Anyways, in other Marvel news... Are you done with Runaways? Yeah, yeah. In other Marvel news, Idris Elba got engaged this week. That is not Marvel news. That's yes, marvelous news. That's Marvel news. But anyways, um, so I finally watched Ant-Man. I found it highly enjoyable. I'm a little you, sad I didn't get the full Edgar Wright. But you can you can, you can can feel his fingerprints on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and not that Peyton, whatever his name is. Um, he didn't do a bad job. No, he didn't. Are you excited for Ant-Man Wasp? Yeah. Yeah. Despite the fact that I didn't think Wasp was a particularly compelling creature. Creature or character? Sorry, I was distracted. 
Well, that's by the world's about, loudest person in the entire That world. is not the world's loudest person. He used to live below the world's loudest person. So let's move on. So, like I said, I just didn't think Wasp was Wasp was very interesting the entire time. Yeah, she was a double agent, but I also thought it was kind of stupid the way that she played it. Oh, double agent in terms of her and um, Darren Cross. Exactly. Okay. Um, I, you know, I thought her trying to live up to her mother's memory and blaming her father, I thought, brought a very interesting dynamic to it. Um, I love the trailer where it's like, oh, yeah, she's got blasters and wings. You didn't have that technology when you made my suit? Oh, I did. Yeah. So I'm interested for Ant-Man Lost. I do like Paul Rudd in that, I was going to say, in that role. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's never going to be that, you know, perfect superhero with a chiseled physique. It doesn't have... He does not look bad in Ant-Man. Oh, no, he looks great in Ant-Man, but he's no, you know, Chris Pratt. Or Chris Hemsworth, as I or Chris wasn't Evans. compared to. We're just going to keep growing with the Chris's. Chris Pines look pretty good, too. Yeah. How many more Chris's can we name? I think we're done with Chris. Chris Koss? The singer, not the rappers? Huh. But I also finally watched Spider-Man Homecoming, which I want to mention in tandem with Ant-Man, because why are all superheroes having a... bug movies? No, why are all superheroes having a chubby Latino sidekick? Is Ned Latino? I'm not 100% There's the burning sure. question. I'm not 100% sure. I thought he was kind of Islander. It seems indeterminate. Like, he could be Southeast Islander. It, yeah. Though I would love to see uh, the character from Ant-Man come back. He uh, said yes. And just explain movies with other oh my people God, doing I would, it. I would watch all the movie reviews he did like that. Well, but just like, you know, like, like his voice instead of like, you know, on the last episode that. of, yeah. like, to try to recap some of the movies, like, and just have him do it. Yeah. And it's like, well, from Iron Man to, you know, Infinity War. Previously like, in the Marvel Universe. And just have him do it, where it's like, and then my cousin Mookie, and you're like, yes! Like, I would it's love really that. really hot girl, yeah. But to just have, like, Chris Evans, like, move his lips to that guy's voice would be fucking phenomenal. It'd be like drunk history except better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, I did enjoy Homecoming. Good. I would like to quote something that my dad said to me recently because he's been rewatching all of the... Michael uh, Keaton is a national treasure? No, because he's been rewatching all of the Marvel Universe movies is that, quote, Tony Stark's a little bitch. <laughs> Why? Uh, first of all, Age of Ultron was all his fault. So were most of the Iron Man movies. Yes. Second of all, he always thinks he knows better than everybody else, but he ends up making it worse. Third of all, he's like the most selfish, egotistical man of all time. I don't know how Pepper puts up with him. Third of all, he totally had one of those, I just learned it from watching you, Dad, moments in Homecoming when he takes back the suit. He's like, you could have gotten hurt. Which... Which yeah. I loved Happy, that entire movie. Uh, how well are you cut up on Flash, by the way? I'm not. Okay. There's something in the new episode that I was going to bring up had you seen it. But anyway. So I did enjoy Homecoming. It's funny. I, it's quippy, which I like. because It's quippy, have... it's very John Hughes. Michael Keaton is the villain. It was awesome. Tell me about it, right? He's basically the founder in, like, a vulture suit. Pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which was awesome. It, 
I also liked how it was kind of pretty ground, I was kind of pretty ground level because, you know, they were just salvagers and construction workers and they got pissed off from they getting stomped on. kind of compared them to, like, a bad, bad Stark, which I thought was misleading, but I, I can see where they would have said it. I don't it. think he's bad Stark. Well, I think that he was, and when I say genius inventor, he wasn't because he had the Tinkerer, which was that character. I think he was just reforce, uh, sorry, resourceful and good at management and leadership. And, you know, just felt like he was owed, which I think he got tired of being not... stepped on as the little guy. And it's the whole line yeah, the but okay, where Stark's does, getting does, paid do to the means, up... Do the means justify the ends? No. Okay. But like I said, I understand his frustration in the very beginning when he's like, Stark's getting paid to clean up the mess that he made. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally get that. That kind of slight. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. He's like, we have a contract for this, I hired a new crew, we got new equipment, and, and they're don't like... don't overextend yourself. And then he punches a guy, rightly so. Oh, are you kidding me? I would have probably kicked him in the ribs a couple times. Are you excited to see the uh, Iron Spider suit in Avengers 4? Yes. Okay. And I did like how crappy his Spider-Man costume was. <laughs> when he didn't Oh, have... his original one. Yeah. Like, the original one. And the one where he had to go back to. And of course, did you like the nice nod to Jarvis? I of course I'd like the nod to Jarvis. Because you know who the voice was of his suit? Hmm. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, really? Yeah. The who's wife? married to yeah. Paul Bettany, who, who plays Jarvis. Jarvis and Vision. Switching to instant kill mode. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. Uh, I was gonna, as as Donald like, Glover. Got, like, Donald Glover. Donald Glover was hilarious. He's like, take this stuff off, man. I just got ice cream. But it was also the whole thing where he's like... She's like, you have 437 attack modes. Wow, he really overdid it, didn't he? It's a good movie. No, I liked it, and let's just hope he doesn't, you know, fuck it up on 2 and 3. I don't think they will. I think this was the closest to them getting Spider-Man right. We'll see. And this is coming from a Hero Clicks player, where every time they make a new Spider-Man, we go, get closer to making them right. We should probably go look for those Hero Clicks, huh? Because I bet you they Which made one? homecoming clicks. I don't, you know, I don't know if they did or not. Have I'll have to up. look those up. Um, let's get into... Well, do I really want to bring it down like that? Yeah, I guess I do. Let's just knock that out. The uh, ID10T versus Nerdist. I don't think that's a bringing it down. I don't see it as a negative thing. I see no, it no, as no, a positive step forward. I thought we were going to keep going with some pop culture stuff and then wrap up, then I looked at the time and went, oh no, we need to not stretch this out, but we've, we've got stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, um, Nerdist Podcast has recently changed to the ID10T Podcast. Uh, Deb, you were wondering kind of the background on that, and I will do a very truncated version, um, in that, basically, Nerdist is now its own, like, completely own thing, um, under Legendary... Hardwick has very little to do with it outside of consulting um, and being like a face, a, some kind of like digital CEO, I guess. Um, and he is basically rebranding the one thing he owns outright, the podcast, to be ID10T, which spells idiot. idiot. It's a IT thing for user error. Well, it's um, one of those. Oh, it looks like you have an ID10T error. Because you can't say idiot. Yeah. Um, well, you can't say it's user error professionally. So. Why is um, my computer turning on? It's a blackout, sir. Yeah, it was one of my stories. Oh, it's bad. Anyway, um, so he is kind of rebranding the Nerdist podcast to become ID10T and using that as a new cornerstone to do uh, festivals, 
film production. Uh, they're going to go into um, like production of like toys and T-shirts and stuff. It's going to be very um, limited run, cool stuff. I kind of like that idea. Um, not that we're going to do it anytime soon, but man, I like the idea. Um, and I haven't looked at the internet reaction on it at all. Um, I did listen to the podcast where, the, where he and Matt Myra and, and Jonah Ray, the original host of the Nerdist podcast, um, you know, talked about the change. Uh, most people see it as just kind of changing the skin of it. Um, new logo, you know, it's the same feed. Um, I don't necessarily... Are people upset about this? I haven't seen any articles about it, of people being upset but I haven't looked for it either. Like, it seems like it's gotten mostly a pretty positive reception, and people that are big fans... Or at least of, ambivalent, I would like imagine. Like I said, people that are big fans of the podcast know that it has been growing and changing ever since they started doing it. Yeah. So I think this is a logical step forward. I agree. Um, and it was brought up on the, like, announcement podcast, and I completely agree that most people are just going to go, hey, you're changing the name. There's not a format change. There's... It's still literally the same feed. Um, they're just swapping out the Nerdist logo with the new ID10T one, which I think is silly, but it's like Chris Hardwick and like furry ears and it looks like a, what do you call that, the the thing for the instructions for like when you're in a crash um, on the airlines. Talking about the informational pamphlet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when that like oxygen comes down. I'm sorry, and, I just went straight fight club. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like it's, Calm as Hindu cows. It's because they're getting you high, man. But, uh, so, I mean, I'm not happy with the logo, but other than that, I'm pretty ambivalent to it in that it's still the same show. And, you know, I will talk more about the parallels between that and this network on this week's Damn. So that was my little inner plug. So, it's not why I was talking about it. It just, I kind of wanted to get Deb's feedback on it since I just got done listening to that episode of... Well, what was then Nerdist. Uh, it was still a Nerdist episode. So So we need to talk about things that are taking over your life, Doug. This whole eating addiction has gotten out of control. It's like at least twice a day. Sometimes in the middle of the night. And then I have to evacuate my bowels. And that just takes up more time. I don't like it. <laughs> But enough about me Stupid hating... Stupid flesh bag. Huh? Stupid flesh bag. Stupid flesh bag. Is that what they call it in gun machines? I can't... It, something like that. Like bag of skin? S so, skin I, machine or something. Something like that. I'm going to have to go back and reread that. Um, uh, no, we were going to talk about your video game habits. My video game journey. Well, I mean, I've been playing... I've still been playing... Uh, I took a couple days off. I just didn't have the time. I was busy watching Runaways. Uh, he said facetiously. <laughs> No, I've just I, I took about a couple days off of playing Uncharted Four, um, and uh, but I ended up trying to build this like weird video game Ponzi scheme involving Goodwill, and it did not work out well at all. Um, and I ended up way in the hole, uh, not like not like a million dollar scheme, you know, but you know I ended up sp spending about fifty bucks on this scheme that I thought was gonna net me like. Yeah, it did not work. <laughs> so I don't think you can just buy video games from Goodwill and then go and sell them for exorbitant prices. I you mean, know that video game trade in value is so low. 
I know, but I had like 37 of them. So it's like, even if I've got a did buck they, per... Did they accept all of them? No. I ended up talking to the guy into throwing the PlayStation 2 ones in his dumpster instead of me. So that I wouldn't get, like, you know, possibly arrested for legal dumping. Um, which is exactly how I'd refer to as throwing away PlayStation 2 games. The weird part is, like, if you sell old school, like, the original Nintendo cartridges, why wouldn't you have PlayStation 2? Like, obviously... Because it's going to be ten years before anybody wants that again. Oh, good call. Good call. The nostalgia cycle. There you go. Fuck, I should have hung on to him. Um, so, I ended up getting a game called Murdered. Murbird. Murbird. Um, Soul Survivor, which I haven't played. It got a solid B minus, I think. Well, I have a little experience with this game because Brandon had it. And it's a straight-up murder mystery puzzle game where yeah. you play a ghost. I mean, it's okay. You have, you have to solve your own murder. Like I said, it's okay. If the okay. name didn't imply that. Like I said, it's okay. It's not great. Apparently, it's a quick 10 hours. is no replayability. I just went, oh, good, $17, and I have $7 in trade credit. Let me pour another $10 into this. Nailed it. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but I'm still digging. I, I, I have to get through... Uncharted 4 and Uncharted 4.5 before I could even play Murdered. And then I got um, my friend's copy. He was going to loan it to me anyway, but he's selling all his video games, so I bought it for a really decent price. I got The Last of Us Remastered. Okay, um, I'm waiting for I, you to watch the Yeah, I'm, I'm aware that the first 15 minutes are a little rough, but that's all I know. Because that's I dropped out of video games at that point. Um... But apparently it's like the first five minutes of up-level um, emotional tension when playing this game. So, we shall see. Um, Ellen Page is in a new zombie movie. Did you see that? What zombie the movie? The Cured? I haven't seen any previews for Yeah, that. okay. Like, if she's not running through walls in a nice movie, I really don't care. She was really good in Hard Candy. How long ago was that? That was before she, she did She was good X-Men. in Super with Rain Wilson. Like I said, uh, Hard Candy was before both of those. Yeah. Like, I, is it because she's a lesbian? I think she's been doing producing. Oh. Yeah, she did produce the one, yeah, the roller derby. Oh, no, she was in the roller derby one. But she was, produced it. No, that was, that was Drew, Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. Yeah, the directed and produced it. God, what was that called? Oh, well. Roller dolls. Wheel babies. So you said you think you're halfway through Uncharted 4? I would imagine about halfway through, I guess. I haven't checked. You're not in a desert? I am. No, that was Uncharted 3. No, this one I'm driving a boat around. Uh, pseudo. Well, I just got done being pseudo lost on a boat. Isn't everything better when you're lost on a boat? No. You know what's wor- You know what's what's not great about being lost on a boat? Being lost on a boat. And I don't mean like you're lost on the boat. Like, there's like the steering wheel. And then some deck, and then the back of the boat. Like, it's not a big boat. Is there I'm a talking about being, like, lost in that. No. That's your dumb estranged brother that suddenly got introduced. Um, I'd, see, if you played the game, I'd make a Life of Sam joke. Because um, that's the brother's name that suddenly pops up oh, out of nowhere. However, since you thought murdered, we did decide that you should make a video game. We should write a video game called Murdered. Yes. I'm trying to imagine what the characters would look like, because I imagine they'd look like some version of, like, flesh-colored minions. 
They or like Duplo blocks. Yeah. Um, or some combination thereof. We have to solve your own Berber. That may involve Berber. The spice? No, the carpet. <laughs> or was that Burberry? No, Burberry is the uh, brand. Fuck, I've already lost it. Burberry's carpet. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm right. Yeah. Oh, no, Merber, no, Burberry's carpet. Yeah, that's what I said, Burberry's carpet. Yeah, yeah. It's also an Indian spice. Berber? Yeah. You mean curry? No, Berber. Oh. Curry could be the name of the bad guy. Or the name of the main guy. I don't care. No, Curry should be the sidekick, because he's always trying to curry your favor. Oof. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. That was that was sweaty. Did you pull up did you pull a muscle reaching for that premise? Nope. Uh, mistakes we've made. Just being sick all week. Yeah, being a biologic. I was gonna say, and it's pretty much gone now. It's just, you know, the phlegm and the cough is all that's left. Yeah, that's about it. The giant greyhound at my sister's place has decided that he likes me, so now he likes to take over two-thirds of my bed. Oh, he thinks he's a small dog. Uh, when he lies down on a couch, the three of us have to cram on the other couch. Yeah. Oh, greyhounds are big dogs. Well, and he's big for a greyhound, too. Is he? Yeah. Tiny horse? Yeah, he's very big. Do you ask him to hold you closer? Thank you for that. Thank you. I think I've told you the story behind his name, right? I don't know what his name is. Well, his name's King, but my sister was walking him one day, and she used to live a lot closer to Federal. He bit... No, she's walking, and this car drives by her and screeches to a stop, and this guy screams out the window, Hey, lady! I like your tiny horse! So, every time ever since then, he's just been named Tiny Horse. But his name is King. Yeah, but we call him Tiny Horse. Okay. Tiny Horse. Uh, my mistake was... Um being good at my job because it resulted in a uh, co-worker spotlight Ugh. where my boss just pulled a bunch of pictures off my Facebook which yeah my profile said on public so I can't really be that mad at but they were pictures of me as a Pope me meeting and me be, uh, meeting Raptor Jesus um, and then me wearing a Chewbacca mask because why wouldn't I have uh, my Chewbacca Doug who Doug Baca Chudaga? No, I like Doug Baca. Okay. Um, my issue Sound is like with a drug the, lord. One of my bosses thought, we'll just throw a bunch of pop culture references as his bio, and it'll like make him happy, and it didn't. No, to quote uh, Brian Poussein, nothing makes a nerd angrier than getting there. They didn't say, get my obsession wrong. It was just... So, Star Trek my bio... Sucks. And they will, we'll unpack this. Uh, the, the three bullet points they have. That I was born in Smallville. Not a Superman fan. I'm not a Superman fan, and also I. Well, Superman I, I love I Superman love I love big cities. In... Why would I be from rural Kansas? Well, Why wouldn't you pick Star City either. or Gotham? Also, yes, Superman wasn't born there. Um, excellent point, up. We all know he was born on Krypton. Yeah, which I saw the trailer or the commercial yeah, that, for, and I'm say. like, eh. Like, why? Well, they're trying to make, like, Superman's granddad a badass. I was like, yeah, I'm not buying that at all. Also, you know how it's going to end. <laughs> Eventually, Jor-El's going to shoot his son into Earth. Um, 
Planet's eat a whole pie while being in a movie. <laughs> that was a Marlon Brando joke for millennials um, who don't know who Marlon Brando is. Anyway. Um, He's been in the news a lot lately. Has he really? Yeah, there's a rumor that him and Richard Pryor totally banged in the 70s. Gross. Well, his wife says, Richard Pryor's wife says it's totally true, and now their kids, both Brando and Pryor's kids, are like up in arms. I just imagine a blob of mayonnaise around a piece of beef jerky. Well, Is that know, weird? What did Brando look like in the 70s? Probably a blob of mayonnaise. All right, then. Which, of course, just makes me think of the joke in Basketball where he's drinking Marlon Brando's fat. Oh, it's all salty and it's warm. It's warm. Um, the second bullet point was that I'm still friends with my junior high school sweetheart, Patty. Now. Patty Mayonnaise? Yes. Okay, I like that one, actually. I was tortured with that show. As a child, I don't like it. And lastly, that I got into uh, coffee... After watching the movie When Harry Met Sally, fun fact, there is not a coffee scene in that movie. No, it makes no scene. sense. Yes, where they probably drink coffee, but like that's not... So I am going to literally go through the Sharpie and correct it to Gotham, Scarlett Johansson, because that'd be funny. Well, that just makes and me coffee think and of, cigarettes, because uh, that makes ten times more sense. If you say Scarlett Johansson, yeah, that kind of makes me think away. of uh, Ghost Worlds. Yeah, okay. Because she was super young in that. Yeah. Or the, I was gonna say, or I'm the not going to say Thora Birch because that would just be weird. Fair enough. Alright, um, social contract. Don't steal your co-workers' Facebook pictures? I had a pretty quiet For corporate week. means? Like I said, I had a pretty quiet week. I don't think I have a social contract. When you're in the service industry, don't make a snide joke about how the customer's always right when you're the customer. You come off looking like a dick. Fair enough. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.